0: you are listening to the she leads me podcast episode number 26 with jenny financial wellness coach you're listening to the she leads me podcast where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads You. Hello, She Leaders. Heather Simpson here the founder and director of She Leads Me and your host for the She Leads the podcast. Thanks for joining us. It's always such a pleasure to have you here and to have our listeners. Every single week we, we release an episode, I just get so excited to see where you are all listening from all over the world. And we're now in 20 countries, which is just fascinating to me. And I would, I would love to hear from you all. I would love to have you either send us a message on social media at she.leads.me on Instagram, and let us know who you are and where you're from. We're just really excited at the growth and the expansion that this podcast has had in such a short amount of time and are really looking forward to getting to know our listeners more and more so that we can connect with you and make sure that you're getting What you're looking for, make sure that you're getting the content that you'd like and, you know, check in. Also get to know each other. We are a community based business. We love bringing people together. We love connecting with other like minded women and want to introduce you to other women just like you. That's the whole goal of She Leads Me. It's leading you into your next evolution of your life, of your leadership, of your career, of your business, and connecting you with other like-minded people. So feel free to give us a shout out. We'd love to say hello. Speaking of community, we are excited to announce that we just launched another breakfast series for our local community. So we have been hosting these monthly networking breakfasts. We set out to create a different type of event where people could connect. And so we called it our She Leads Me Connections breakfasts. We've been hosting them in Bellingham once a month, and they've sold out every single time. We have such a fabulous community of people, and they drive from all over. Some people drive over two hours to get to a 7 a.m. breakfast. Can you imagine that? I mean, that is commitment and dedication, and also just shows us that we are on to something, that you all are craving just what we're craving as well, and that is true community and connection so that we can tap into those resources and really be able to come from from this place of wanting to live in this abundance, wanting to grow ourselves and our businesses and our careers and our leaderships and do that with other people. We don't want to do that alone. It's exhausting to be in so much isolation all the time. And we are so thrilled that these women come together every single month. So we are launching another one, and it is in the Island County area on Whidbey Island in Washington, and they will be hosted in Oak Harbor. So if you want for in- more information, go to our Facebook page where we have the event posted there and all the information that you need to know. Just look up She Leads Me, and we are there. If you're in the Island County area, we would love to have you as part of our community and see you at the breakfast. If you've been to our Bellingham Breakfast, then you've probably met the incredible and amazing Jenny Furch, who is our guest on today's show. Jenny is a financial wellness coach who has such an amazing story and so many life experiences that make her brilliant at what she does today. And she's actually spoken at one of our breakfasts before. She spoke to Money Mindset. And she works with clients individually at some of the foundational levels of money. And not only just your mindset around money, but how we actually do the how-to, how we actually manage our money at the basic foundational level, which isn't taught, right? If you go to the schools today, you don't see a lot of money management being taught to our young children. So therefore, these young children become adults. And then what? Then it's this whole trial and error aspect. And some people get it and some people don't. Jenny is here to help bridge that gap for people and work with her clients so that they can reach those next levels of abundance. She is absolutely incredible and amazing. She's so down to earth and she's really real. It's very refreshing to be able to Connect with her and just be able to relate to her. She's a very relatable person, which is so important and key. When talking about money. Money scares a lot of people. She balances owning a tattoo shop with her husband, homeschooling her three children, and also living on a beautiful homestead where they have chickens and and gardens and enjoy their time outside here in the Pacific Northwest. I am so excited to introduce to you Miss Jenny Birch. Hello, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Leads Me podcast. It's a, it's such a pleasure to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks, Heather. Excited. Yeah. So, I would love to introduce our audience to who you are and what you do. You've been with us locally. I know a lot of the people that come to our actual live events just heard you speak at our meeting last month, our Connections breakfast. But for those of us that don't know who you are and what you do, will you please share with our audience those things?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. My name is Jenny Furch. I am a homeschool mom to three boys, married to an artist who I own a tattoo shop with here in Bellingham, but I've been, why I'm on the podcast, I think has to do with the financial wellness coaching that I do.
0: And yes, yes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Love it. There's so much to unpack there, right? Like all of the different variables of like, okay, yes, like mom, homeschooling, tattoo shop, like, and that whole business. And then the business that you do with your clients and the people that um, work with us, and in our audience here, where you help them with their financial health and wellness. So tell us a little bit about that and what you do with your clients when you're working with them.
1: Yes. So I, my, my, I guess the first thing that I say is that I help transform the financial lives of my clients from one of stress and frustration and confusion into one of clarity, intentionality and freedom. And that's just my go-to. That's what I say. What that means, though, is that people have come to just accept that not knowing not knowing what to do with how to handle their money and not knowing why they're doing things the way that they're doing and just kind of feeling paralyzed. They come to accept those feelings and that level of stress and discontent as okay. And it doesn't have to be okay. We do not have to suffer through life not having... A handle and clarity regarding money because money is so important to everything that we do. You know, everything that we have, every experience we do, you know, even if we're doing something that doesn't cost money, it still costs money to get there. Right. So money mm-hmm. is just like woven into every aspect of our lives. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have a pretty gnarly uh, relationship with it. Yeah. So I help unpack that and build up a, a healthier version that that can get carried.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you get started doing this? Like, tell us a little bit about your background and where you've come from and and how you kind of evolved to this place that you're at today.
1: My mom's an accountant. And so I, she had me working my first cash flow chart on Excel when I was 10 years old.
0: Amazing. I did
1: did not know that was unusual. (laughs) So I've just always – it's just been a topic of conversation. Money has never been taboo in my life, and that was recently pointed out to be to me by my husband. He was like, well, yeah, but you were raised by an accountant. So, like, you have this totally different money story and money history than, than most people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so my mom is also a very spiritual being, and uh, I think just – just those two pieces right there are foundational for me in the work that I'm doing. And so how did I get here? Uh, I've always just been the friend that was helping people with their bills and their budgets and like all of that stuff. I was the go-to and uh, really had no idea from a, like a tools standpoint, like I didn't really know what I was doing. It just came naturally to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a few years ago, I really wanted to create an identity outside of, and this might, I think this might resonate with people, but it might also sound kind of rude, but I just wanted something. I wanted to be somebody other than the kid's mom and Paul's wife, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I own the shop with him, but I was always Paul's wife. Sure, and that's actually really hard to say because I know that this is going to be live, but it's going to go live. But that doesn't mean that I don't identify as those things. But I, it had just been you know over a decade yeah. of not having anything that was mine, and so a few years ago, I really went on this journey. Like, who am I, and what am I going to do? And I went to Seattle Life Coach Training (SLCT) down, and it was a in-person, really transformational uh, life coaching program. And through that, I realized that out of all of the niches and and like folk um, ways that you could focus your coaching practice, mm-hmm. that the thing that people hated talking about the most or didn't want to talk about, but was so important was the thing that I was absolutely most comfortable speaking to. And I was like, oh, that could just be my thing. I don't have to touch on all this other stuff. Right. You know, if I can just really, really build up my... My knowledge base, then I can build an entire practice out of this one slice of the pie. And turns out everything is still connected, and we do touch on everything. But um, so then I took this money clarity coaching program online, and I gleaned from it what I could, and I started to pull together um, parts of that uh, parts of that with my life coaching and just my background in business ownership and accounting, and I created a coaching practice and program and after I started working with clients I realized how different it really was it Mm -hmm. was almost spiritual and there was a lot about money mindset and abundance mentality and it was so like intense and customized and no client has ever had a similar money story or situation and so it's just really exciting work so yeah it's a transformational process and I've just piecemealed it at this point. Yeah. which is so
0: incredible because with your background and background history where your your mom normalized the conversation around money like that's not for that's not normally what happens with every single person right whether so my dad is a CPA and we touched on money and we talked about it and we talked about like saving but we re- really didn't talk about how to exist with money right it was always you work really hard and you save 10% and that was kind of where the conversation was left. And then I've had topics and conversations and actually in um, an interview that uh, will be going on our podcast very soon, where the daughter of the R in HR Block was never talked to about money at all. It was just, there will always be enough, right? And you would think that if, if there was any situation that would be like the prime place for somebody to learn and absorb about money would be that dad passing that along to that daughter. But that's just not what people do. And so I love the work that you're doing. I love that you had that history, and that background with your mom and that she was such an influential part of your journey into where you are today and that you are normalizing that conversation for other people because it is something that you said touches all parts of our life, whether we have a little bit or a lot or in between. And it is something that's so important to get just okay talking about because it's there whether we want to acknowledge it or not, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I love it. And even like your talk that um, you shared with our group last month at our breakfast was just it resonated with so many people. And that wasn't even getting into like the nuts and bolts and the nitty gritty. That was just talking about money mindset. So Mm -hmm. the scope of work that you do, I'm just so thrilled that our community locally here is getting to be able to experience what you're offering because it is something that is so important in our world and just thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing what you do because it's just so, so needed.
1: Well and a little bit more on the scope of what I do because I do run into uh, CPAs and CFPs and you know advisors and all and they're like, oh well, what are your credentials? You know right. like, well I'm not doing what you're doing. So I just kind of want to clarify what yes. it is that I do do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, yeah, so if you want to imagine a financial pyramid and you can Google it and you'll pull up all these different images of what a financial pyramid is. And at the top, you're going to have your wealth distribution and accumulation and speculation and growth and diversification, yada, yada, yada. And this is; those are the pieces where you bring in those big guns, right? You've had several people on your podcast already and that's that's where they do their work mm-hmm. they also have, a, have also uh, everyone on your podcast has had a very healthy money mindset and the abundance mentality and i love that but i am not a certified financial planner or an investor or a cpa i do not give advice on these top tiers but as you keep looking down on the like to the foundational layers of these traditional pyramids there's really no foundation at all some of them start with like paying off debt or having an emergency fund which are both great and I totally support both of those, but what about for the people that struggle to keep their bank accounts positive and the ones that have spending habits that need to be addressed or the people that speak so negatively about money and how poor they are and that they'll never get there and and the ones with so many credit cards that they literally don't pay on any of them because they're paralyzed, Mm -hmm. you know, that this Mm -hmm. is my sweet spot. To me, that is the true foundation. Yeah. That's where all of it can you really unpack it and build it back up so that it's healthier.
0: Absolutely. You because you can't go into the, any of the other aspects of those pyramids until they've done the groundwork, right? I mean, you you do <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't build a house on sand.
1: Right. I know. I call this layer adulting.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I li- Jenny is so real, you guys. Like when you get a chance to connect with her, it's just it's perfect. You are the perfect person to be speaking to this topic because you just keep it really real. And I just love that about you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also wanna say just because I was raised by an accountant and I've always been good at it, that does not mean that I did not like destroy (laughs) my financial (laughs) life in my 20s like I also had my own story to climb out of and I I've I've done the work myself and and that is the only reason I would never I would feel like I was riding on a high horse you know if I had just like scooted through without a story of my own so there was definitely a time you know, when I would never want to go back to. But I'm so glad that I had that experience.
0: Yeah. Because well,
1: it makes me relatable. You yes,
0: know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like you said, like you've been there, you've walked the walk. So you're able to take people through on that journey um, from a very real place and a very relatable place, which is... So amazing and again, so valuable to the people that get to attend your workshops or get to work with you, which is so incredible. Can you talk a little bit about that hard time that you went through? Is there, what were some of the things that you don't have to share details, but if you want to share some of the things that like helped to pull you out, like if somebody's listening right now and they are feeling so paralyzed and so overwhelmed, obviously people can connect with you directly to help them. Are there a couple of other little steps, too, that were helpful in your transformation? Yeah, um, I don't mind sharing. I have no shame.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I had to go through it. Everyone has their stuff. So I had a child really young, and I didn't meet my husband until about a year and a half later. And so I was a single mom. I just gotten out of a pretty short term but abusive domestic violence situation and I found myself oh I haven't actually said that out loud Mm. (laughs) but found myself in a transitional living space Mm -hmm. like the Northwest Youth Services. I was in a transitional living space for single parents uh, leaving domestic violence and I was on food stamps and WIC and Apple Health and all of the things right? Mm-hmm. All of those resources that, you know, I didn't grow up with any of that. And here I was, you know, really young, had a baby, really had no experience as far as work goes at that point. And it was, it was just, it felt impossible. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like that's who I was, but that's where I was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then the secret came out.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: And I remember sitting in my little, like, apartment that was mostly getting paid for by, you know, government assistance and feeling really like, man, I'm pretty lucky though. And then yeah. that that came out and I was like, I need to get out of this place. I, what have I been focusing on that has drawn this life to me? You mm-hmm. know, right. what was I attracted to that got me <laughs> to where I am? Because this is not, this is not okay. Yeah. And so from there, I just, I think, yeah, manifesting and really aligning with what it means to be an energetic being and drawing in, you know, what you want and that it all is connected. And so, yeah, the secret came out, right? In this, like, really dark time mm-hmm. where I, I I didn't even know how I got there. And it just started to all make sense that I had made all these choices and all these thoughts and that had brought my brought me to where I was. And so from there on, I have just climbed up and out and it didn't take very long, but I had destroyed my financial life (laughs) with credit cards, uh, in those first few years, being a mom, being a single mom, starting out my relationship with my husband in debt. And, you know, we're both low earners at that point. Mm-hmm. And I remember now looking back and being so aware of like my money mindset and how that's changed. I remember uh, finding out how much he made. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I would rather be poor and be with him than be rich and be with anybody else and i like that was my thing that I said for a while and now I'm like no I would rather have money and still be married
0: (laughs) well that's a good place to start from right like the foundational layer of like okay like this is where we're at but then yeah like how do we adjust this in the future this is yeah no still
1: I I would rather have money now
0: so yeah just
1: yeah I think that that journey and climbing out of that and like Literally being supported by the government was not. That was what I needed to be like. Whoa! Mm-hmm. I thank God that is there. That yeah. we have those resources, but that's not a place that I was comfortable being because that was so outside of my comfort zone.
0: Sure. You know? Yeah. And it was. It was a like a launching pad for you. It wasn't something that you were intended to rely on for forever and had wow. the mindset to change that and watched the documentary the secret or the whatever it's is it a documentary it's a it's a it's a mindset um you know law of attraction type thing. if you haven't watched it yet it's it's you know it's changed yeah. a lot of people's lives, actually. Like, I remember very vividly when I watched it too. I was like so mesmerized by it. I was like, what is this? The secret. Yeah, this like, can't <laughs> be
1: re- I know, actually, this last year went and rewatched it, and I was like, huh. Yeah. I can't it, believe that that was. I mean, it's still good, but yeah, I mean, a lot changes. And-
0: well, yeah, it shows how much you've grown, right? Which shows just like the growth <laughs> and evolution of you where that was transformational for you back then. And now it's like, yeah, that's good. But you you have completely changed your mindset, your life. You've taken control and leadership of that and taken yourself to a different place and your family to a different place, which is so amazing. I love that. <laughs> So the secret. So that's what people should do is they should start with the secret. How much how much is money mindset uh, what you do? Like if you could break it down into like percentages of like when you're working with people versus like actual numbers and dollars versus their mindset, how much would you say their mindset plays into their situation?
1: Oh, it just varies by person. Um, uh, Let's see. I want to start with like, oh, on a healthy, normal situation, maybe half and half, like the money piece isn't that big. But for some people, the mindset part can consume 80 percent because it's Mm. they're never really getting to a place or it just takes a lot longer to get to a place where they're seeing results in the in the numbers.
0: Right. Sure. So they have to have that mindset piece in the transition of them taking the action and changing their future. They need to have that mindset piece in place so that they are still able to move forward and not self-sabotage and slink back into old stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's just so different for everybody. And ev- and that's what I love about it is every time I have a new console or get a new client. and But yeah, everyone's no one has the same story. No one has the same income level. No one has the same spending habits. So it's just like a new puzzle every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And just dump it out and pull it apart and start putting things back together.
0: That's and incredible. For some
1: people, that's going to be like doing the border first, or you could be, you know, just working on the inside of the puzzle and building out. So it's really just depends on who who you are and, and where you're at. And so, there are there are steps, but yeah,
0: and but your approach is just pretty customizable then to your clients and what their needs are. Yeah. I love that. So we obviously at the very beginning touched on like the various aspects of your life, and you have this amazing coaching business, and you own this other business with your husband. What does a day in the life of Jenny look like? How do, I mean, you live on a farm, right? Like you have all this stuff to take care of. Oh what is, What does your day to day look like? I want to know. So
1: I. I'm a very organized person and I compartmentalize and so I only work on a couple days a week and then I really try not to do any work on the other days because I am like juggling this. I hope I homeschooling is a full-time job, Mm -hmm. right? I could easily be at the tattoo shop full-time, right? I could be doing this full-time and if I'm not intentional, I would because I am absolutely in love with this work and so I have to be very careful, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. to like you can do it this day and this day and that's it until the kids are older or whatever. So, right. um, I have to be really intentional. Otherwise I would just be building up this brand and everything every day. So I really love it. But currently, since I do homeschool the kids, I work two and a half to three days a week around their schedule and my husband's who is obviously also self-employed. So there is some flexibility there. Mm-hmm. Um, but work looks a lot like getting together with clients at coffee shops or me on my laptop, Zoom conferencing with clients that live out of town, and then I'm just popping in and out of the tattoo shop several times throughout the week for various things. Uh, but when not working, I'm our family's really involved with a local partnership program where the kids take classes and I do quite a few volunteer projects for the school and in the community because I really like organizing and giving back so that all comes naturally and really feeds my soul uh, but a day in the life of me at home would start with me and a really strong cup of coffee and whatever yes. I'm reading like <laughs> my spa is like in the living room but we, we only have wood burning heat and like you know, the hummingbird feeders like right above the garden. It just, it's like a good view. And there's, you know, really long haired cat that'll come and rub on me. And that's kind of how I like to just start the day before anyone else gets up because I can get really grounded and, you know, feel productive and connect spiritually to whatever I need to that day. And that's how I like to start the day. Um, but once the kids get up, it's just their, their ages vary so much that as far as homeschooling goes, it's, it's not like we're just sitting around the table ever. Um, with my oldest son definitely have to focus a little bit more on specific things, but yeah, we do a lot of like cooking and baking. And since it's been spring, there's a lot of playing with the chickens (laughs) (laughs) and walking the dogs and gardening and having burn piles and yeah.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: Yeah. So we're just, yeah, we, we moved here to Homestead and we've done, I don't know, we've done goats and turkeys and pigs and ducks and like we've done it all. We put in a garlic field that flooded. We put in so many oh, gardens. Wow. We had, an, you know, planted a whole orchard that the goats ruined. And so it was just kind of like after a few years of really struggling because we didn't have the infrastructure to really do the the farm mm-hmm. thing. And like, you know, you just keep failing. It kind of took the wind out of our sails a bit. And so now we just have 30 two chickens only thirty-two that's like chickens. only 32 <laughs> and a garden <laughs> or two gardens and that's manageable you know that feels good
0: yeah talk about a metaphor for life right like <laughs> trying to make all these things work and just dialing back to okay actually what like what's gonna work here okay here yeah, we go just, and now thrive chicken. in that yep. yep just 32 chickens <laughs> yeah
1: well we only had like I don't know like 17 but then there was the fire holes mm-hmm downtown and they had some baby chicks so we actually got to rescue
0: oh that's amazing it's gonna be so cute that's great, yeah. but that's the day in the
1: life
0: up. Okay, I love yeah. it. Just kind of pulled all over, but you bring the organization to the chaos, right? So you oh, have yeah. your your foundational pieces, which is so good, and that's why I like to ask that question: is for other people who maybe are feeling overwhelmed in their life to see how other people are structuring their lives differently, right? Like you have so many different things that you are doing and responsible for, but you're finding a way to you know, if if there is a way to balance things, right, like you're finding that way and and that ability. And so I love for other people to hear how other successful people do it as well. Have a meal plan. Have a meal plan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So in your journey, in what, um, you know, all of your evolution of your growth and stuff as well, have, have there been any books or resources that have been helpful for you that you'd like to share with us today?
1: Yeah. So Jensen Cheros, You Are a Badass at Making Money, was a great listen. It was not the first time I'd heard content like that, but I really like that one, and I know that she resonates with a lot of people. Uh, Joe Dominguez, Your Money or Your Life. Uh, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Those are both awesome and kind of classics. And then Victoria Castle, The Trance of Scarcity. Hmm. I'm rereading it a second time right now, and I feel like by the time I'm done with it, it's going to be completely highlighted. Yeah. (laughs) the first time, I'm, like, highlighted, and I'm going back the second time, and I'm like, oh, I'm just, like, highlighting everything. I wish I could just, you know, like, eat it and just Mm -hmm. have it be a part of me. It's so – So amazing. So that was Victoria Castle, The Trance of Scarcity.
0: And so to wrap up, uh, what would be your three tips of advice for someone wanting to step into leadership in their financial journey?
1: Yes, uh, I would say the first one is really know your numbers. So that means know what you earn and know what you spend, because most people do not have a pulse on this and it turns into breeding grounds for trouble, Mm. that a lot of people I'm just blown away I'm actually getting less blown away every time because now it's becoming a thing sure right (laughs) happens but a lot of people just don't even have a clue Mm. and yeah so I would say just really look back at your bank statements or you know do a spending audit for 30 days and track everything and just really get a handle on what's coming in and what's going out Um, the next piece Be figuring out what it is that you want to change about your financial life, so what is it that you want to be different? what are you doing that works? what are you doing that isn 't working? How does that make you feel really uh, really looking at the big picture, the why of what you why you want to change that and imagine mm-hmm. yourself living your best life and, and what does that look like, and what does that feel like because that 's going to carry you through that vision. That intention, those goals—that's going to be like, you know, the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? Mm-hmm. What's so gonna the, keep driving you?
0: The more details, the better. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, okay. and not just like what that looks like, but visualizing how does it feel when I see myself doing that?
0: Hmm.
1: You know, like I want to be debt free. Well, great, but why? You know, and right. that's actually a uh, side note. Um, when people really get clear on that and they say, I'm like, well, what what do you want to change? It's like, well, I want to be debt-free. And it's like, okay, and then let's go there. And then let's go there. And then you just keep kind of drawing more and more out. They, they get down to the real reason. It's like, I want to change my family legacy, Mm -hmm. you know, or I want, I don't want my kids to blah, 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, which is totally different and more detailed and connects emotionally as opposed to, I just want to be out of debt. You know, and so just to continue to draw out the layers,
0: and that um, emotional connection keeps them engaged, and and the success rate is probably greater than, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and Excellent. then uh, lastly, but maybe most importantly, I don't know. Watch what you say about money, mm. and who you spend your time with, because we only have so much energy, and we. And what we say and what we do can either fill us up or drain us out. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for the people that we spend our time with and what they say. But being intentional and reframing negative thoughts or setting boundaries around spending time with toxic people alone can change your money life, which not many people say that. But if you choose to hang out in brokenness – Mm -hmm. and trauma and drama and you are giving your energy to that there's not going to be a lot left over to grow with you know does that make sense
0: absolutely yeah Yeah. absolutely
1: I had a friend a couple years ago tell me that you were the sum of the five people you spend the most time with and Mm -hmm. I was like oh shoot no that's pretty good but at first I was like oh my gosh I'm a little boy (laughs) so if you are some of the five people you spend the most time with like choose them wisely right watch what you say watch what they, you know
0: yeah because like an you mm-hmm.
1: are putting those vibrations out and mm-hmm. you create your own destiny
0: right oh my gosh such good information such good advice this has been so much fun to have you here today now People are listening, they're getting inspired. How can they connect with you directly? Where should they go to talk with you further about their financial health and wellness?
1: My website is simplicitycoachingnorthwest.com. Northwest is NW. My social media handle is at Free Bird um, My business name is Free as a Bird Financial Wellness. All of my contact info is on there. I like to meet in person. I start, I try to start every coaching relationship with a vibe session and I call it a vibe session because I'm very connected to people's energy and I'm an empath and you know, it has to be the right fit. Mm -hmm. And so I always will meet you first and hang out and, and see if, if what I do is what you need, because if it's not, I'm not going to recommend us working together.
0: Yeah, I love that approach. So for our listeners that are like in the UK, you'll you'll work out travel coordinations, yeah, to go yeah. visit. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll just always wanted to go. It's perfect. Right. Perfect. So I yep.
1: Do, I, I have clients um, that I can't get to on a regular basis, and so I just met with someone on Zoom down on Wouldbe, you know, mm-hmm. they're on Wouldbe Island, and even though it's going to be kind of a haul for our first session, I am going to go out to Anticorpus to meet them. Perfect.
0: In Yeah,
1: because that's important to me it's one of my values (laughs)
0: yes yes no I love that I love it and who knows like you may find yourself on a plane one day heading out to other places (laughs) That's
1: you know what I would not complain
0: no it'd be a great (laughs) life thank you Jenny so much for joining us today it's been a pleasure to have you we will link your website and everything in the show notes as well for people to just get plugged in and connected and it was such a pleasure and we will talk to you soon Right, Heather thank you Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed the show, would you please do us a favor? Would you mind heading on over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review? It greatly helps us reach other women just like you who are looking to tap into information just like this. Thank you. We really appreciate it.